Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Spending some time reconnecting with nature this summer? Here's a camping hack from L.L. Bean to make your next trip the best yet. Tired of your tentmate's flashlights shining in your eyes in camp? Bring an empty half-gallon milk jug or clear water bottle. Simply strap a headlamp around it, and it becomes a soft white lantern for everyone to see the light. For more camping hacks, visit youtube.com slash L.L. Bean. L.L. Bean. Be an outsider. And boom goes the dynamite. It's Tuesday night, and you know, or no, it's Tuesday morning, and you know what that means. Kevin Ely and I are back for another brand new episode of The Boom, or so you would think. But Kevin Ely instead decided to go traipsing around the the world with another McDaniel, left me for dead, and that left everyone here vulnerable, and now we've been taken over. There's been an invasion by the power bombshells. Sam Mel, how are y'all doing today? Uh, I'm stocked up on green, green spray paint because I think when you do an invasion, you have to have that now. You have to. No, no, Sam. It's a bad <laughs> Sam. I've told you about this. It smells terrible. It's the worst smell ever. Mel, what are what are your go-to invasion supplies? Um, I like tanks, but they're harder to come by these days. It's true. Because, you know, you can't get into the rushes anymore. And gas prices are ridiculous. Well, yeah, yeah, that's all I was saying. And so I mean, I've only got like an Air National cheaper. Guard base near me, and Mike, Mike Gilbert tells me that they're like uh, the little brother of the actual uh, National Guard, so I don't <laughs> think they have tanks. You know, back when I was in high school a million years ago, some guy went to his National Guard armory, checked out a tank, just like signed like the paperwork. <laughs> yeah, and he was like driving it down I-5 in Los Angeles. And it was one of the best days of my life, I've got to say. Probably one of the best days of his life, too, until the the end. I, frankly, we spend an enormous amount of our tax dollars on all of that equipment. I do Mm -hmm. believe that we should be able to go over to our local bases and request time with, like, shooting ranges and tanks and the whole thing. I pay for it. Why can't exactly. I play with it once? In maybe a while? that's maybe that's why Miro. We can't get Miro on TV is because nobody will go get him a tank. They won't check him out a tank for the day. So he was like, you know what? I'm just not going to be on TV. I wonder if he's just not coming back until God will step in the ring with him. And it's just been harder for Tony Khan to get God in the ring than it was for Vince to get him in the ring. Yeah. God was like, you know what? I already wrestled Vince. I don't. I I don't know that I want to wrestle yeah. my favorite champion over been there been there done that um so it's been a big week in pro wrestling well it's i feel like we're leading up to a big week but it's been i think it's been a good week for aew a lot of really good matches this week but i think the big news coming out of dynamite was the date the debut of roderick strong and i'm going to say something really embarrassing here i don't know if i've ever seen a roderick strong match this was 
Like I've seen him on TV. I've seen him talking. I've seen him standing with his friends. I don't think I've ever seen an actual match. What did you guys think of his, uh, his first appearance here in AEW making the save uh, uh, of Adam Cole uh, and Orange Cassidy and Bandito? You going? Yeah, I can go. Um, I, first of all, was completely shocked because as far as I knew, that man was in NXT limbo and was never going to be seen again. They were going to have to like put his face on a milk carton. (laughs) I just did not see. And I, it was funny because I joked, I was like, is that why Adam Cole was talking to Keith Lee the week before? Was he telling Keith Lee, like, go rescue, (laughs) go rescue Ronnie. He sent him on a special mission. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and then he didn't come when well, he didn't come to to save him when he was getting beat up the week before. So maybe it's because Keith Lee was off rescuing Adam Cole. I mean, uh, Roderick Strong. <laughs> I really like this theory. I'd like to think that this was like a a couple months long mission, and that's what turned Keith Lee's hair white. It makes and sense like to me. he's coming in as a sort of pseudo wizard. Yeah. He had, to go, he had to go on a quest, and his quest was to rescue Roddy from NXT Hell. That's a pretty <laughs> solid side quest. Maybe I, the I uh, Hardy. Maybe maybe they sent him from the Hardy uh, family compound. The Hardy compound. Yeah, yeah maybe Keith Lee compound. had to go through oh. the compound to get there because that's where that's how Bray got through. So, well. <laughs> and Must also be. Matt Hardy has such like connections with yeah like, the right. higher, I, you know. I'm also I'm really excited that that we're going to get to talk about the Hardy compound this week. Me too. I cannot wait. So hyped. (laughs) Me too. And and just so everybody knows, Vanguard One does follow me on Twitter. Just me too. Me too. But not Mel. No. She's got to step mm. up her Twitter game. I, I guess so. Just shameful. I'm, I'm ashamed. <laughs> I don't tag. I don't tag Vanguard One enough in things. Yeah. Yeah, you got to keep him in the loop. You got to keep him. Well, you got. I mean, you got to like give love to get love. So when it comes to social media. So. <laughs> but back to Roddy. Yeah, Roddy. <laughs> So <laughs> everybody was, I, I, I loved that it. it was a surprise. We get so few su- Me true too. surprises in wrestling today. This is the first one in forever. And it wasn't Tony Khan's announcement. And that no. was even more exciting. <laughs> yeah. I really, I'm really excited about this. I, I really enjoy Roddy. I liked what I did. I mean, he was great and undisputed. I feel like I haven't seen him wrestle in so long and I've forgotten like, that'll be, I guess one of the good things about seeing him in the ring again is that he'll remind me how good he is. Cause I really enjoyed what I saw of him in ring of honor Yeah, too. Cause he was like one of the last champions there before he went over to uh, NXT. And so I'm really excited to see what he does with the, I think the, it, I loved seeing that moment with him and Adam Cole, but it also just made me really sad for Kyle O'Reilly because, uh, you know, he's, he's sitting at home. There. Adam Cole just came back. <laughs> they always show that sad little clip of him from All Access where Adam's like, I don't know if I'm ever going to wrestle again. And Kyle O'Reilly's like, yeah, me either. <laughs> so, yeah, it's and so to see Roddy there, I was like, it just feels like something's missing and it's not Bobby Fish. No, it's no. not Bobby Fish. <laughs> that is not. <laughs> where is the lie? I would really no lie detective. Now, as far as we know, Kyle is still under contract, correct? He is. And yeah. From what, he's just from, not cleared medically. Yeah, he's at this nowhere point. near gotcha. being ready. From what he he posts periodic reminders on his uh, or updates on his Instagram, he's right. Apparently doing 
better and has been able to train a little bit more. I think like his last update was like March. And so he's doing a little bit more. And I guess he's been clear, clear to do like a certain level of activity, but yeah. he's like not, I don't because- know how there's no time he's not given a timetable either and i guess i mean i guess on the one hand that's good because then maybe when he returns it'll be like a big surprise kind of like roddy was but then on the other hand like is he going to be out for another six to nine months or like i have no idea what his time i really hope not you know i think the last time i saw him was wasn't he on the first episode of all access training with adam cole yeah or like he was in the yeah they were like hanging out in the ring talking or whatever yeah 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 Yeah. they worked they did some workouts a few times throughout the show so like i mean i've got a cotton glimpse i've gotten glimpses of him a couple of times so was he i'm trying to remember his exact injury he was was he injured in an AEW ring or was this an ongoing injury because if he was injured in an AEW ring then they'll obviously would be taking care of his treatment and things like that so as far as but then i don't they don't typically from what we understand or we've tried to figure out is like are they like wwe where they'll add time to your contract at the end to like if you miss you know a certain amount of months are they gonna add i think i've heard dave i think i've heard dave Meltzer say they can but he doesn't know if tony does it he but he knows they can legally um and that sounds like something I don't know. It, I think of Tony as the nicer of the owners, <laughs> and that he doesn't. It's not his go-to really move, is. right? Um. So next up, we've got the bloody Brit Baker T-shirt commentary. Some nobody on on Twitter, not Vanguard One, um, <laughs> obviously, is, is, is very angry about the new uh, Brit Baker shirt the Outcasts are wearing with her black eye um he brought up domestic violence that sort of thing i'm gonna let you ladies take it before because i will just get myself in trouble talking about this i'm going on this first because i know that sam probably has feels but real quick here it's like i i thought about it when i first saw the shirt and i was like oh that's like intense and then i was like wait a minute that's brit and then i was like they are going to sell so many of those. And some of the, I wouldn't buy it, but mm-hmm. if some of the dumber like weirdos are going to buy it <laughs> and, and then some people are going to buy it for women's empowerment, which is great. And mm-hmm. I think that people will get asked like, oh my gosh, is that like a domestic violence shirt or something? Are you trying mm-hmm. to raise awareness? Like that would have been where my mind would have gone, not like, Oh yeah, yeah you're, Brit's advocating for. She's not advocating for anything. Have you seen it? her? It's it's always somebody. This used to happen like all the time in like theater and stuff. It's mm-hmm. somebody who hears the title of the play or hears the like one sentence like thing and takes out on this like sees the shirt completely out of context doesn't know anything about wrestling doesn't know anything about Burt baker starts to start to riot about it fox news is writing ridiculous articles that have like no bearing on life and society it's guys I... if you want to do something for domestic violence there's ways to go yeah. this ain't it you know and especially to me every Britt baker shirt i've ever seen has her covered in blood and at least this one is just the black eye what's your take on this sam um 
well when i first saw the shirt i was kind of taken aback for it and i was like they put okay. that on a shirt and i was like I, I mean i do get that people who do not watch wrestling are probably gonna think the worst of it and i completely understand i personally would never buy it it does kind of feel like it's domestic violence related like i get mm -hmm. the concern but on the other hand like if this was a man nobody would be talking about this it right. would not have flown into this controversy and i would i mean you think about other people who have shirts like you know there was the shirt of uh, becky lynch where she busted got her nose busted open and turned in, and that started the man character um there was a picture and even Britt tweeted out the picture it's a uh, the picture of cm punk and mjf when mjf was a kid and there's like a bloody handprint over top of it or whatever yeah. it was and then there's the picture um from from their dog collar match or not from the dog collar match but leading up to the dog collar match where i think it's mjf has cm punk like hanging basically from mm -hmm. with a, a um chain around his neck and that's a shirt and so <laughs> and then you've got <laughs> scissor me on a shirt so <laughs> i'm you know, all over the place this kind yeah, of this so kind of goes back to what kevin and i were talking about about aw makes a lot of great merchandise that if you stop and think about where you'll wear this unfortunately like you you end up not ordering it Right, like yep. like the Kenny yeah, Omega I would Don never, Palace. I would poster. never wear this shirt, but if I did, I would only ever wear it to a wrestling show. Yeah. <laughs> yep. There's no way I would wear that shirt anywhere, but I would never wear that shirt to begin with. But yeah, I, I think. But and if you're gonna get mad about AEW putting domestic violence stuff on it, what like you, like pop it up like, is guess, right now. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, there are there are wrestlers on that roster who are named there and speaking out, and I don't see that kind of energy for them. I mean, from some people, yes, mm -hmm. but I mean. You could really make an argument like if you're going to use your energy about that shirt, put it on the people who have been named and speaking out who work for that company. Exactly. And also there's the fact that this shirt was debuted by her rivals, her enemies, clearly to try and make her look bad. And what sure. does what does suck is like 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 you said, Mel, it's a shame there's not kind of a quality in wrestling between the men and women because it's kind of a badass picture. Like she looks tough as shit. And I like the picture, but you're right. I think wearing it out, it does just look, it does have a domestic violence look, but I don't think it's anything everybody needs to get that worked up about. Like Sam said, there's a lot of other things you could be more constructive with putting your energy in when it comes to domestic violence and wrestling, which is a real issue. Definitely. It was a total clickbait piece. Yeah. Like Fox did. That was and like... It <laughs> They literally went, they took some dork off of Twitter. Yeah. And, and he like had 47 tweet. followers. Oh my God. Something Jeez. like that. This is, it, see, this is how you know that people that don't get social media are running these things. Still. Yeah. Oh yeah. Still. Yeah. It's stuff I, uh, like that. I recognize that in the people who are my bosses. Oh. Unfortunately, <laughs> every single day. Okay. <laughs> Sam, you've kind of got some news here on AEW working with progress. Yeah. Um, so over the weekend, um, man, there was in Manchester, England, there was a uh, Comic Con type of thing. It was put on for by a company called uh, For the Love of Wrestling, um, and so they brought in some AEW stars. It was like uh, Britt Baker, Ruby, Jamie, uh, Adam Cole. I think Jungle Boy was there. FTR. Um, so they brought them in. There was like some, you know, I think Kevin Nash was there. There was like That's a bunch a great of like group. 
yeah, so it's like a really big group of wrestling. And then like they did like Q and A's with the wrestlers and they were like photo ops and stuff. And so I saw on Saturday that Adam Cole did a Q and A and was talking about how he would like to have the progress championship again. Cause apparently he held it. I'm not sure when exactly he held that title. Um, and then he brought up Spike Trivet, who is the current champion. And he said, he's not going to have that title for long. Um, apparently Spike heard the comments. There's a picture of them that progress posted and they're standing face to face. Uh, and Spike has the title in his hand. Um, so it seems like maybe there's something going on there. And then they had, um, FTR was doing a Q and a and SoCal Val was doing moderation. Cause I think she actually does commentary or mm -hmm. does something. She's involved with progress somehow. And she was, so she was like ho moderating or whatever. And she was like, and she pointed out that sunshine machine was in the crowd, which is the uh, progress tag team champions. And she was like, Oh, you know, here, here they are. And he, she was like, you should memorize these faces. And cash said, Oh, I'm sure we'll, we'll be seeing more of them or something like that. And it just kind of, kind of teased that a little bit. And then there was like another thing where there was like uh, Ruby was doing a Q and a and Brit and Jamie showed up and they, exchange words and ruby said a not very nice thing about adam cole she used a word that jungle boy was wearing on his t-shirt <laughs> a few uh in, in reference to adam cole and so um then apparently the next on sunday when they were doing i guess uh jamie and brit i guess were doing like a q a or a photo shoot or something and so while it was unintended ruby had ruby also had spray paint <laughs> she went and spray painted l because they had like big banners like of mm -hmm. who of people like i guess you know where their sand is and she spray painted her the l over them so it seems like they're like you oh and nigel mcginnis is uh also involved with progress he is uh they're about to have their uh, super strong style 16 tournament, which is like their big tournament that they've done mm. for years. And he's going to host and do commentary and also a magic show. This is a real thing that wait, is happening wait. for yeah, real. Yeah. yeah, for real. I wrote an oh article about it. That's yeah. how I, I was like, yeah, cause I was this reading and I was like, me about this. I, I was this, like, trying to read this tweet like three times. I was like, am I reading this correctly? <laughs> then it has a link. In and, yeah. That. And he talks about like, so, yeah, Apparently, this is like one, of, so hard. one of the first public times he's ever done a magic show or something. So, yeah, so that's happening. And then Nick Wayne happens to, they just announced him for that tournament. And, you know, Nick Wayne is obviously an AEW signee. He's supposedly uh, going to be debuting in July against Swerve. So it's just all these little pieces. I was 100% sure you were going to say <laughs> that Nigel was going to put Nick Wayne in the Aztec tomb. I mean, he could. Him. He That'd really could. Cool. He really could. He'd be a could. great sidekick. Oh, yeah. You know what? I like that. Maybe that's what... Maybe they're just pretending that he's going to be in this tournament, but really... <laughs> he's going to get sawed and happy. He's going to have to compete against himself. Yeah. That sounds... That feels more like a GCW event, though. It really <laughs> I mean, does. Nigel... Yeah, Nigel could... Yeah, he might make that happen. And then there's... I think there was... Um, <laughs> Oh, and because the uh, Progress is doing a double bill show with Defy mm -hmm. Wrestling the day before All in London. So Ooh. they're doing a lot of, so it seems like so they maybe. They working it, man. Yeah, so maybe the Adam Cole Spike Trivet match and maybe the FTR uh, Sunshine Machine match. Maybe those happen on the Progress show the night before because Progress named their show It's Clobber in Time. I love that. Ah. I love it. 
Yeah. So it seems like, so AEW's getting really smart to uh, involve one of the local promotions. Progress is trying to rebuild their reputation. They got hit very hard by speaking out allegations. Mm -hmm. uh, they're not involved with WWE anymore because WWE cut off all the indies they were working with. They've been taken, I think they've been taken off of Peacock and the network. So like, progress is very smart to align themselves with AEW because yeah. they did a tour here and they came here to detroit i actually got to see them in 2018 oh, so wow. that was the first time i saw walter live like he was on there yeah I saw him page was on that show um it was stacked like i could bring up the card and yeah jonathan gresham was their champion for a little bit like when they were on the network and they cut jonathan gresham's matches out on when progress would air on peacock oh, for they, sake. <laughs> they cut his when he was the champion because he was with aw that's a lot of effort to go they, to. yeah they they yeah. cut his matches out that's some serious like wow so i mean well they're petty so was it around, they are was it around 2020 that wwe cut ties with them no it was actually the beginning of this year so uh from oh, the wow. press yeah i didn't realize uh because when i was doing research on an article about the uh double bill show i saw that there apparently was like a press release i think it, i'm almost positive it was january of this year that the press release came out and they said that they had like a six-year relationship with wwe and they were like but we're back on progress on video on demand now <laughs> so Night. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like, maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away, specifically the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, if if you're listening at home and you care about the speaking out movement and you've cut ties with WWE because of the return of Vince McMahon, that tells me you've got $5 in your pocket. That's right. For just the cost of a cup of coffee, one cup of coffee, you can feed me, Sam, Mel, everybody here at Fight Game Media. Um, you're going to get extra shows. You're going to get, and you can do that, by the way, at patreon.com backslash fight game media you can get extra shows each month from all the podcasts here you're going to get exclusive shows you can only hear there like the dynamite show um it's the best deal in combat sports also if you want to check out our discord email gg at fightgamemedia.com and of course always check out our youtube channel and ladies you are the perfect two people to talk to us about the fight game media youtube channel hit it sam mel well, uh, YouTube, the Fight Game Media YouTube is where you can exclusively see the Power Bombshell show every Sunday live at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, and you can come hang out with us in the chat. And uh, we enjoy talking to you every single week right at one o'clock. It is always a really, really good time. It hits me at 11 a.m. Usually right when I'm waking up on Sunday 
and whenever I can, I hop on and, and listen to what's going on on there. Yeah, and you, you can't experience that on a, on a Sunday afternoon without joining the Fight Game Media YouTube channel. All right, let's see. Next up is usually the Heat Index. I don't know if you how familiar you two are with our show, but the Heat Index is each week Kevin and I bring our grievances and air them for everyone listening. I'd like to hear your grievances this week. That's right. This is basically turning into Festivus. Yeah, the airing of grievances section. This, I was I looking forward to this, actually. Sam, I know you had one grievance. You had one major grievance with our draft last week. I did. I did have it, and then um, I was corrected. So <laughs> I was listening to the draft. He, he, he still wants you to tell the story now. No, I'm going else. to. So I was listening, and I'm like, these are some good picks. I'm enjoying it. And I was like, wait a minute. And they're just like, they're firing off all the women's names. And I was like, why haven't we drafted Willow? Where is she at? Why is she not one of the first names you said? She should have been. We were completely unprepared for that draft. 100% unprepared, (laughs) as everyone who listens listened to it knows. And, um, yeah, Willow slipped down. She was a great pick when I believe Kevin got her kind of late. Um, and then ever since I'm ever since that draft, I keep thinking of people that get, didn't get drafted and I want to do a supplemental draft, even though this is not going anywhere Then I'm thinking, (laughs) man, who gets Roderick strong? Does he come with, does he come with any other people that we drafted? I'm I'm assuming. Well, jungle man, make it onto the roster. Yeah. He's just sitting out there at home, just still waiting. Still waiting. Waiting for the call. The ESPN cameras have been on him for a, a full week at this point, <laughs> and nothing has happened. It's been longer really than, longer really than Will Levis. I'm just <laughs> picturing him like That's tapping exactly his right. fingers at his like breakfast table, <laughs> crying into his cereal. It was like jungle man hair all over. Crying at the peach pit. He's a pillar, damn it. Nothing's happened. He's at the beach pit. I'm, I'm not a, a pillar. I'm more like I'm more like a post than a pillar. Oh man, at this point he's probably thinking, Am I gonna have to join the varsity blondes? Like what's left <laughs> for me here? Um Mel, do you have do you have any any major grievances to take out on anybody? I did have one major grievance this week because it's been bothering me more and more and it's that i've been watching all access the show that's on after the uh, yeah. reality television show that's sort of scripted sort of not scripted you know we know yeah and i like watching it because i like the backstage stuff mostly but of course there's storylines and it's starting to bleed it was subtle but it's been happening more and more and more and then this week when tay came out and gave sammy that come to jesus like what are you doing you're lying down and you're not like this and you're better than that i'm like they just walked right out of the show and came right on to my dynamite program here and yeah. i don't like it i, I a, don't it gives me the ookies i don't like that the like I just, yeah i just don't it's i i i hate that idea i it, if either of you have a piece of paper, please write down. We need to have an end of the year Ookies award show where we give we give out Ookie awards to all the worst things from this year in that professional could be our wrestling. Version of the Razzies. That's exactly right. It has to happen. I'm down for it. I'm down for it. But that, that's a really great observation. So I've only seen the first episode. 
basically I watch most of my TV on my computer. My computer's been in the shop. I'm using my work computer, but I have it back now and I'm getting all the all accesses and I'm going to catch up. And so I think you're right. That this is the first time where we've seen that type of scene crossover from reality TV onto wrestling. And it doesn't feel good because it feels like it feels like a little WWE or even potentially worse. And that's something you really have to worry about with AEW because I don't want them to turn into the thing that I don't like to watch on USA and Fox. And I do worry that they're going slowly moving that direction. Hopefully something will, will bring them back from it. Did you get a similar feeling, Sam? Yeah, I just I've been watching mainly because I I wanted to see how they were going to handle the women because I was like, are you going to because I'm just I'm not really a reality show type of person. I will watch like the voice and that's about like that's about as far as reality stuff that I get into just yeah. because I mean, I did like I was somebody who watched the real world like when it started out and watched a lot of those oh, and then I just back in the day. The, yeah. yeah, back in the day and then I just I don't cuz it I, I just don't like it. Yep. <laughs> and so Same. I want I wanted to see like when they announced the women, I was like are they going to paint them the way that I think they're going to do because reality TV likes to paint women as being catty, they fight all the time, they can't get along and Britt's whole story, I mean, she's a little worried about, you know, of course, Adam Cole not being cleared, but her mm-hmm. main story is that she hates Thunder Rosa and she's mad at her for not traveling because she has her back hurts too and she can be on TV, so why can't Thunder Rosa? And, like, that's literally, like, it's like she's obsessed with it. Like, that's her whole, like, she can't th- see past anything else. Like, that's just her whole character is it that and then, for one of the most amazing moments on the show so far yes. though which oh. was with tony yes. shivani so there's yes. a great scene where her and she That's and tony great. shivani are having lunch and tony is like you need to get over this you need to grow up and get over this he's uh-huh. like this isn't your business it's not your problem it's just let it go and i was like Thank you, Tony Schiavone. There's so many people. I just want him. Sam and I talked about it this weekend. We talked about the fact we just want him to go around and tell us like that. That we want that to be his job now is to go around and tell people to get over this and grow up and act like professionals and mind your own business, right? And worry about yourself. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah, that's good. That's quality TV to me. They could use, they could use it over there. <laughs> yeah, and so with the women's, and then they kind of did the stuff where, like, so the big thing was that they kept hinting on the previews was the stuff between Ty and Ruby, because, you know, Ty, obviously, she broke Ruby's nose. She didn't mm-hmm. mean to, but they were painting it as it was, like, they Ruby has all this heat with her, and Ruby was kind of, like, the, she was kind of mean to her like was they were like she was trying ties trying to apologize and be like you know it wasn't on purpose i didn't mean to it's wrestling things happen and then ruby's just like really rude to her um and i was like i don't know how much of this is they're playing it up for tv like they're telling them to be like this or maybe i mean apparently ruby and ty haven't liked each other some since back when they were in wwe um okay. so they, from what it sounds like like they can be professional with each other but they like don't prefer to interact if they can help it but she was like ty was like you know we're gonna have to keep working together if they keep up the storyline and things like Mm -hmm. that just they do kind of just paint the women as they're just catty and they can't get along with anybody 
Meanwhile, the men's locker room has been imploding for months, but it, of course it's the women who are causing all of the problems. And so um, that's, that's really frustrating to hear because that first episode, I really enjoyed seeing Britt going to the doctor with Adam Cole, that sort of thing. And that being kind of her focus is getting him healthy, getting him back into the ring and worrying about his long-term brain health as in they want to spend a life together that's probably reality yeah exactly and i just i i do believe she doesn't like thunder rosa but i don't think brit is going around every day (laughs) just in in her feels about thunder rosa not being on the show she's probably pretty happy thunder rosa is not on the show (laughs) she doesn't have to worry about her sandbagging anybody Right, exactly. And then she, yeah, and she was like more upset. Like they made her because she, her one of her big complaints was like obviously the interim. She's the interim interim champion, and like it didn't seem to bother Jamie like really all that much. But they drive it to make it like Brit's like on this mission to get the title off of Thunder Rosa so that Jamie can be an interim champion. But well, what was she interesting cares about AEW so much, and that's yeah. the reason she's doing it. And she's like that. The yeah. little bit of like over the top martyrdom thing, I yes. think, was yes. definitely staged up. I do, for, yeah, I do too. And then they it was made just... her seem like they were they were definitely trying to. I'm like, whoa, 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 <laughs> yeah. All right. Really... There was an interesting thing on the last episode though, where Shivani was asking her about being a champion again, and she said she never wants to be champion again, yeah, and right because of how. Because she was like, because everybody, nobody likes you and people in the locker room. Oh, because what she said, because <laughs> what she said was, I have PTSD because the women don't like me in the locker room and I don't want to be champion again. And that just infuriated me as somebody in more heat. That. Yeah, that I did find that. a lot of heat. I'd forgotten about that because... <laughs> my dad was in the military and he saw and he was in a couple of wars and he has seen some things and actually has PTSD. And that's been something I've seen up close and personal and he's, you know, getting treatment for it and he's got it under control, but because people don't like you in the locker room does not, <laughs> it's not yeah. PTSD. Don't nonchalantly throw that stuff around. Like, yeah, as somebody that also does, I mean, I'm also diagnosed with PTSD. Right. And so it's like, it's, it's not a thing. Like, it's yeah. not like that's not, that is like first of all it's a catch-all and yeah. it's a yeah. lot of work and it's a and there are a lot of people that every day are just like your dad are managing that and doing stuff like that and so it's like i didn't i mean i got more like upset about stuff when they, there was that and the like the add thing were mm-hmm. with because i just feel like okay you guys sometimes bring like the therapy thing in which is healthy and i love that Sure. But on the other side of that, you like, you know, are like making fun of. And it's, all right, I'll just I'll use the word. It's a little ableist, and, uh, and yeah. it kind of rubs me the wrong way sometimes. So just, but it's, I mean, not like enough for me to go on Twitter and have Fox News write a shitty clickbait <laughs> story about it or anything. It kind of <laughs> sucks because I think most most major television shows they have a million different people watch the show for one purpose. Like one person will look for logos on hats and shirts and that's all they watch the show for. And I feel like there should be somebody watching for just things like that, that they can, they can mark and be like, do we want to put this in? Do we want to get Brit saying in a different way at some point? That could be coming. I hope so. In 2023, (laughs) I feel like that should be the first person you hire 
as an editor to, essentially to watch. a continuity and quality control expert kind of yeah. person that Which, I, that might be happening they okay. might not have one quality one one content and quality control person on the entire staff I, <laughs> no i don't think they do and then they need to get tony khan a personal assistant that knows how to manage him properly oh can you imagine that job Oh, that would no. probably be. A I've worked. Nice that's a multi-person job. job. That's I've worked for some like uh, heads of companies that are high maintenance in yeah. that, but that I don't know with him he'd be. But Especially he, in with you just wrestling. gotta someone's gotta take over his social media though things like yeah. that. The, yeah, it's, everything he seems to have kind of tapered off from that, but yeah, yeah, you never after know, he though. made some major blunders. <laughs> Major, major blunders. That, oh, wait, one more heat thing. Uh, yeah. Hey, Dax, yes. shut up and go wrestle and stop Ooh, with the Brian Alvarez and the Dave Meltzer hate all the time on Twitter. Can we talk about how, like, <laughs> just let I've, go, man. Five years ago, Brian and Dave were pretty universally respected in pro wrestling. But then the Conrad's Thompson shows started and conrad seems to like dave but everybody all of his hosts shit on dave and so now everybody shits on dave because they hear the conrad thompson hosts shit on dave and it drives me crazy it's a cult it's, it's a absolutely cult of hatred. a cult and it's just they uh, there are one of my favorite thing about those people, and the thing I find the most hilarious, is the people that literally hate subscribe to the newsletter so that yeah. they can like. I'm like, bro, you already lost. <laughs> you are buying Brian you Alvarez the money. his dream home in Hawaii right now. <laughs> that is what you're doing, buddy. Yeah, you're allowing him to go live his dream and wrestle filthy Tom Lawler. That's exactly Tonight. right. That's exactly right. It's insanity. It's mental. And I don't know. I feel like Dax is using that angle a little bit, but like, I don't need any more. Um, my, I named my dog poo, uh, Brian Alvarez. Like it, let it go, brother. Go, go wrestle. Shut up and go wrestle. You have belts to deal with. You have a potential of like wrestling Aussie open sometimes this year, whether it's at Forbindor or Wembley or both. Like, see now, no, I agree with you, but now you have me wondering if I had to name my dog Pooh after someone in the wrestling industry, who would I name it after? I don't know. I'm trying to think what my dog's poo, who my dog's poo looks like, and I don't want to say because it's a wrestler I like. <laughs> Maybe I would just call it Conrad Thompson because he's kind of a piece of shit. There you go. Um, I, mean, I don't know. The shortest distance is usually like that's true. That's true. <laughs> That is absolutely true. Why don't you message us and let us know in our Discord channel? If you're in the Discord, let us know what you would name. Who, yeah, dog. exactly. Let us know on there or let us know on Twitter. Either way, I'm at Peppermint Fatty. Um, let us know uh, what you would name your dog's piece of, piece of poop from uh, pro wrestling. From pro wrestling. It's got to be pro wrestling, though. Yeah. I, I know I'm only going to get a response from Paul Fontaine. And it can be your cat as well. It yeah, can be yeah. your cat's poop. It can be any creature that you own and their uh, defecation, their feces, yeah. whatever. I would appreciate you not upload photos of their poop. Please unless, do not. No photos. Unless you've done really qual high quality photoshops 
of of, of that wrestler's wrestler outfit. Yeah. On there. yeah, like if it's Ricky Morton, like if it's funny. he needs to have a lot of bandanas tied around <laughs> its leg. Like in that case, it's okay for with me. It's definitely oh, okay I with love me. The, the meme festivals are good. Oh my god, it would be fantastic. Sorry, I don't know. That's like. Sorry if I started that on your channel, but you know, you don't go in the Discord Kevin's that much. So you back and be like, <laughs> like, this is what happens when you leave, Kevin. You leave yeah. with another McDaniel, and now I mean, we have pictures of poop sent to us. Yeah, you see what happens, Kevin? Yeah, send them all to Kevin P- Kevin Ely. At Kevin Ely. Yeah, he's going to like, poor dude's going to be on his like safari there or whatever, and he's going to be getting like, what, he's going to be like, James, why am I getting poop pictures? Oh my God, it's going to be phenomenal. Up totally blank well i i mean i'm it's usually my fault i mean i think if, if there's network mischief going on i'm usually kind that's of that's the name the of right this episode direction. it was mel's fault it was mel's <laughs> hashtag blame mel yeah, <laughs> exactly okay so there was a lot i think there was a lot of really good just straight up wrestling on aw this week do either of you have a favorite match from this week anything that really stood out to you that Bandito match was that's pretty what I was damn good. Say, I think, I think Bandito and Orange Cassidy. Although, well, are we doing AW only, or does this include does this branch umbrella into ROH? Branch it into ROH. Let's go. Okay, because so I watch ROH like- because well, I mean I love ROH anyway, oh but my. I'm covering it for Daily DDT, so I've been uh-huh. watching every single week. And so uh, the main event last week did not get nearly enough time. It got five whole minutes. So I'm very glad that they're going to Orlando this weekend so that they can give these matches some time to breathe. Who was that? <laughs> ma- who was that main? Who only got five minutes? Blake Christian and okay. Gringo Loco. Gringo Loco who I've already loved from seeing him look and he, the week before he had a straight up banger with Vikingo. And I actually saw that match in January when GCW was in Charlotte. I saw that was the main event of the GCW show and it was great. Well, that ROH match blew it out of the water. Like, I think Gringo was auditioning for a job. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, he looked incredible. So the next week, I mean, he did well enough to get the main event the following week even though it was five minutes long, right. <laughs> they got, they got it. And it was really good. And ROH Blake Christian is different than GCW Blake Christian. ROH Blake Christian still baby face. Um, and I think Brad's Brad said that uh, ROH uh, Blake Christian would get his butt kicked from by GCW Blake Christian. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I think that's what he's right. But yeah, so they only got five minutes, but Gringo Loco versus that's Blake Christian was really great. And, I would love to see, because I think Blake Christian pretty much assigned to the ROH side of things. I would love to see Gringo Loco in ROH. I think he could, especially with the way they've been using Lucha Libre wrestlers anyway, mm-hmm. they, I think, or Luchadors rather, I, he could I, he could easily fit in with them. And he's just, and I didn't know until I heard it on commentary that he had a heart attack in the ring in 2016. Oh, oh wow. my God. I thought you were going to say on this match. No, maybe, I that's, was like, maybe that's why they shortened it to five no. minutes, Sam. <laughs> no, oh, in Lord. 2016, and then he came back to wrestling in 2017, <laughs> and then has just been killing it ever since, apparently. So, right on, like, I don't yeah. know if we want to use the word killing it in that situation. Oh, well, <laughs> well, yes, I guess I should use a different phrase there. <laughs> pun, pun no, intended. No, no pun intended, but yeah, that was probably next to Bandito versus Orange Cassidy. That was probably my favorite match of the week because that was awesome. Would you go so far? to say that should have been on dynamite 
Yes. Okay. It, for me, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> for awesome. me, I would I would have rather seen that than wait, was the was that the which one had which was it that show or rampage that had like the random eight person? I think they didn't they have some random eight person match on Dynamite. I feel like they did. Not this week. Oh, maybe it's the week. They're before. going to oh they, I think there was the week before there's and there's one man, coming up. Yeah. Yeah. They like to do the eight man. Yeah. Boy, <laughs> do they ever. Teddy Long must be looking somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> you don't go oh, on one on one with the Undertaker. You just get eight man tag matches. That's right. That's right. Man, Tony Khan just loves paying people. I um, mean, good for them. I appreciate <laughs> it and everything. I wish he'd yeah. pay QT Marshall just a little less often. Oh my me God. too. Yeah, when y'all were talking about drafting TV. Hobbs last week, I was like, man, did whoever drafted Hobbs did they get QT as well? Is that mm-hmm. a package deal? No, Why is no, he, they not. should not he's, be wasting valuable television time on that dude? See, he's he's gonna be in that mat this mat this match this week. That's the what is it, the Trace Trace DeMaio match that they're doing? Yeah. Yeah, it's a it. six it's man. Power, it's, yeah, it's <laughs> Powerhouse Hobbs, QT, and Aaron Solo. Because I was like, good for Aaron Solo. You I know, mean, get good mean, for him getting on TV and stuff. But like, then poor Nick Camarado just is lost on dark. Like they just left him behind because he was in the, he was in the Nightmare Factory with them, and then they just left him down there on dark. <laughs> and took, and that's pretty like, bad. Would you rather have QT than Nick Camarado? <laughs> yeah, there's so much you could do with Nick Camarado. And the thing is, they keep putting guys who have a lot of heat with with QT as if he's the cooler, and they want to cool these these people off, and it yeah. blows my mind. It's insane. That's my this, heat index every single week is QT yeah. Marshall on my TV. This this was well, my. Complete... They finally got Will Hobbs to where they like should have him, and then they had Wardlow beat him immediately, and that bummed me out. And it's like, okay, well, I guess we can try and get Wardlow hot again, but you like killed his heat months ago. So they killed him. They killed Wardlow. Um, like, how do you mess up Wardlow and Hobbs? They've been kind of jer- like jerking Makes like work. Swerve around where Swerve should be much bigger and more like involved in the, some of the stuff that it just I don't know. i'm glad they at least got swerve away from uh trench i think was his name <laughs> <laughs> trench and uh yeah. who uh parker boudreau i mean supposedly oh they're God. both injured uh <laughs> so they just put him now he's like now he's what is it the mogul uh embassy wait is it embassy the- moguls mogul embassy i forget I what they're calling their merger yeah the embassy Something. affiliates. Something it could like be that. anything. Here's Something my like that. here's my entire review of QTV this week. There were boobs. Hobbs was upset. That was it. That was <laughs> everything. It? And then like, I think why RJ is that City, still happening? Why is that happening? I don't know. Because apparently, it, apparently, it. I guess it just pops him and Tony Khan. I guess QT and Tony Khan like it. So, it's... like, did Tony Khan just finally see TMZ for the first time? Like two months ago, yeah. And be like, this is hot. <laughs> Got to get this on TV. <laughs> exactly. This That's what I said when it first premiered. I was like, this might have been relevant fifteen years ago. Yeah. You know what? Maybe. At this point, like literally this week, Jerry Springer passed away. There's no excuse for this kind of garbage being on television, even no. in a like. We should retire scripted... in his honor. I think that's exactly like the king of the guy that like one of the kings of creating that form of television and then like the news shows that spun off that are the new, you know, TMZ is news, but it's, (laughs) it's, he, I mean, he's gone. Like, yeah, 
Let let's it bury, go. Let's bury Q2 yeah, with this him. This is fossil. This is like <laughs> yeah, the generation. It's over. Gone. Bye-bye. Yeah. Oh I'm really glad that you guys share my intense hatred for QT. I can't. And, and a lot of people damn. try and say, oh, he's he's just a good heel. Like, no, it is turn the channel heat. It's yeah. destroying yeah. careers heat. Yeah, I don't. I, it's a waste of time. I was like, this could be, you could be building a women's segment here. I mean, yeah. it's that thing where it, this could have been a women's match, I think was a lot. When QT, when the factory were always on, I would see so many tweets and be like, this could have been a women's match. Yeah. <laughs> could have been literally anything else. And it just, I can't stand it. And then, yeah. I would I have, prefer a commercial. Right. And then he made some, there was an interview with him a while back. And it was talking about how, because he was talking about how women, or I guess the question was like, because women are, you know, struggling to get on TV and stuff. And he's just like, he was like, well, they're all wrestlers. And I'm like, don't, you're being a, it's a cop out. The cop out. out When you don't want to answer the question, women Mm -hmm. don't get TV time. And you're like, oh, well, they're all wrestlers. wrestlers They're all wrestlers in my eyes. Get off my TV. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. Um, Okay. Let's see. So Orange versus Bandito. Was one of my favorites. I love the fact that we got we got Jeff Jarrett versus Dax, and then we got Jay Lethal versus Cash. Um, any comments y'all want to make on either of those matches? They're using I, well, I guess this was more of a rampage thing, but they're using Mark uh, Briscoe's friendship against him. <laughs> of so, course, yeah, because they did that on Rampage. They uh, didn't. They he was the uh, oh the special guest enforcer, mm-hmm. and so. They took advantage of that and he kicked uh Jay Lethal got upset because he realized he was about to lose. So he kicked he did a forget exactly what he did, but anyway, it made Mark Briscoe fall off the apron. And right. Mark Briscoe, so he was down and uh he did Jay did the lethal injection, got the win. Yeah. Mark Briscoe gets back up and he thought Cash Wheeler is the one who knocked him off and yeah. it wasn't the thing. So yeah, it's um I so that's like really interesting that they're using his like everybody wants to be his best friend, but yeah. then Jay Lethal is using his friendship to, for his advantage, basically. <laughs> I feel like they're kind of doing the same storyline with him and Takeshita, mm-hmm. where yeah. both both guys are people feuding point. over them. Neither guy like w- this week with Takeshita was, was he's he's with the elite, but he's really upset that they want to use that they wanted to murder a man by jabbing. <laughs> Uh, uh, a screwdriver into his brain yeah which you know that i mean it's 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 something to question friends about i think yeah it's you know, worth bringing up understandable that's a that's a little bit of a red flag I yeah mean, yeah and i really i really enjoyed i enjoyed brian danielson basically saying if you go with the elite you're going to be michael nakazawa yeah and i was it, like that is rude michael ah, nakazawa has burn. done a lot in ddt pro sir how right? dare you by the way, I, I still one of my favorite things or in not. wrestling this year was watching Michael Nakazawa wrestle uh, WrestleMania weekend. I can't even remember who he was who he was tagging with, but he had his full AEW regalia. He had That's his headset, awesome. he had his clipboard, Amazing. he had all of it. Aww, it was fantastic. So That's perfect. I love it. And I that would, match I with want... him and Brian with him and Brandon Cutler. Like that was great. Like those two just go all like they understand the assignment and they yeah. just like yeah. go all out with it. They're really we all talk about them being stooges. 
but they are fantastic stooges. They yeah. are. They, they, are they, they understand the assignment. They do it really well. <laughs> yeah. Hall of Fame level stooges, I would say. Yes. <laughs> so Orange Cassidy and Bandito are big buddies now. I really loved after their match. Yes. When Renee has been talking to Adam Cole. And they pop up and they're like, are you here to interview us after the match? And she's, she just updates them on the Adam Cole drama. And they're both like, oh. oh. And they just go about their business. I really I wanted that. to know if that was ad-libbed or because of Renee's reaction. I couldn't yeah. tell if it was just because she knew it was happening and it just broke her anyway. Or if she <laughs> didn't. Or if they're just like, we're going to send Orange and Bandito in here and then just whatever happens happens yeah well just see what yeah let's go well she's a pro i mean so she would be okay if they like kind of just like went with it and wanted her to ad lib i mean she'd probably do okay she's like one of the few people you could probably trust with something like that in that situation i've said it before but renee paquette really makes ae it it feels more professional with her there Uh she's one of the biggest gets also i just wanted to say real quick i think orange cassidy is a legit AEW MVP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In that 100%. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be depressed the next time AEW like Dynamite opens without an Orange Cassidy match. He's had this crazy run as their national champion, but forever great wins. Yeah, it's insane. I love the international championship much more than I like the All Atlantic Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, but but also the fact that forever AEW's been able to say. We need somebody in the main event, Orange Cassidy. We need somebody to open the show, Orange Cassidy. We need somebody to tag team match, Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. And they're always good matches. They're yes. always either need really somebody to wrestle Will Osprey at Forbidden Door, Orange Cassidy. <laughs> yeah, he made that show. That I think was that... my match of the year. That last was like year. a standout match yeah. for him. That match was so good. It was and that's so the thing is you can stupid. you you can either get that out of him or you can get a great comedy match out yeah. of him. Yep. Either one you need, he can do it. Right. And that's a rare person. Still waiting for the Yano Orange Cassidy match. I need it. That needs so it. bad. Oh, I need it so almost as much as I need my Yano Brandon Cutler match that I want. I want, I want Yano and Brandon Cutler to have a cold spray slash disinfectant spray off in their match. Yeah, I, I want just a five minute Forbidden Door main event, whatever. Yeah, I've said it before. <laughs> I want them. I want them facing off with their sprays like Harry Potter and Voldemort. Yeah, with, yes. with their wands, with the matching feathers inside them. Thank like that's guys. what I want this out of life. But yeah. I'm afraid we're going to get Yano teaming with Orange Cassidy because I believe they're both chaos, unfortunately. Yeah, because that's he's a like, great point. I forgot. Well, if yeah. you're going to make them tag team, then the only person who can manage them is Sue. It has yeah. to be Sue. It has, it has to be. Was, she has to I'm... drive up in her van with them in the car, have a trunk full of cold spray and disinfectant spray. Oh, my God. <laughs> if that van pulls up and Yano gets out... I would lose my shit. I mean, same. Absolutely. That would lose. be moment of the year, match yeah. of the year. John the Moxley three of would us be, would be like screaming John so Moxley's loud. We quick in somewhere. That would come back for him. Zero chance that makes the Ookies. Zero chance. No. Zero. Zero. That's, yeah. that's Hall of Boom yeah. level. Okay. <laughs> that is. Okay. So, which I totally forgot that the Hall of Boom existed for a second. <laughs> um, Okay, what did you think of Tony Khan's big announcement? This was, was his least big one so far. Was it? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I've been I, waiting on that announcement since the since they they announced the Canada excursion. I really, uh, you know what, Sam? You and Paul have like at the same time, like adjacently, <laughs> been saying the same thing the whole time. And then when they made that announcement, I was like, "Oh, that's so funny." Sam and Paul have basically been calling this the entire time. <laughs> they nailed it. They absolutely nailed. It. I really liked the Owen Hart Cup tournament last year. I love the. Me too. I love yeah. the winners. I love they were like had matching colors and they had the belts and and but then they didn't do anything with it and I really mm-hmm. wish they'd done something yeah. with it. But I'm that is the tournament that made me realize there were twenty three champions in AEW at that moment. Oof. <laughs> So yeah. many champions. So many champions. So many champions. And I feel like we're just going to add more. Yeah. More. I like that the tournament is going to happen. Like it's going to start. No, the opening ceremonies are going to be at Forbidden Door. But I like the whole thing. Like the tournament's going to take place in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, I like all of that. I've had a feeling, like I said on our show back when they brought Taya in, I was like, oh, she's going to be in the tournament. She's going to be in the Owen Cup tournament. I, I thought it she was. She'll probably were- win it. I think, but I was like, she'll certainly be in it because obviously she's Canadian. She's a big deal having her in AEW. That's a big thing. If they do more than just have her win it, and then that's it. <laughs> Can yeah. they actually yeah. do more with it this time? Then I think that Taya would be like the perfect I person. I thought the opening ceremonies were a double or nothing. And then the first Oh, did match. I get that wrong? You know yeah. what? You're right. You're right. And this opening ceremonies yes, are a double or nothing. And then that's right. Because the finale the, there'll be that, matches at Forbidden Door. Yes. The first match is at Forbidden Door 2, right. which makes because, sense because it's in Toronto and right. they need to move some of those double or nothing tickets because they still right. have lots of tickets. And left. double or nothing the the uh finale of the tournament was at double or nothing last year so it makes sense ah. that the opening ceremonies yeah. would be at double or nothing okay. this year by the yeah. way as you just said Mel, i i guarantee you there was there's at least one person in this country who was watching dynamite and saw them announce the main event of double or nothing was going to be mgf versus sammy <laughs> guevara and they immediately turned their tv off and walked away <laughs> never to tune in again they weren't. They did not. They did not even keep it on to find out there might there might it's be a actually going to be what we thought it was going to be the entire time. Is yeah. that it's going to be a? I was like, I mean, I guess this is an interesting way to get to the four the four way four pillars match yeah. because that adds, I guess, a little bit of drama. And is he going to do the the Kevin Nash finger poke of doom? Because as soon as he said you're going to lay down for me, that's what I pictured, and I did not enjoy that. <laughs> No. I was like, please don't. I still hate, I love, I hate the finger poke of doom more than anything. <laughs> I love that they, they built into this build to this four-way match, the four pillars match. I love that they decided to really um, expose a lot of the wrestlers' lack of promo ability and also have them all talk down about each other using very realistic-sounding issues they have with them with them behind the scenes yeah possibly exposing major flaws in these people's personalities i detect a hint of sarcasm in your voice no (laughs) never and they they did it two times like in case the first time wasn't enough they brought him back out and did it again Listen, they have not this done resulted, a good job with this. No, this resulted in Jungleman not even getting drafted. Right. This had he didn't major even get implications. Drafted. It sucks yeah, too because he's got a lot of potential. He's finally getting his big boy body. He can do yeah. a lot of really cool stuff in the <laughs> big boy body. Well, he is. I mean, he's, he's he is. starting to he is. remember when Will Ospreay went from like being like sort Junior of in jacks, like, and yeah. then he became like the Will Ospreay that we know and love today, yeah. where he just like, 
Jack is getting into his, his age is right for it, like just sports biology wise. But I was like, he's starting to actually be able to like, he looks like he's starting to get more fit and ready and bigger, like more, you know, protected in the ring and stuff. And But then they're doing this thing with him right now and his promos are not good. Hey, I mean, listen, Jeff Hardy could not cut promos for like 25 years. He's still not the greatest at them. They can get around it if his sure absolutely. If they, if they, yeah. present, they just need to book him right then. Yeah, like, they present him a little bit better. I think it's not a problem. Or you do like you did with Roman Reigns. You put him with a mouthpiece, and you put him with, you know, a, not necessarily Don Callis, but you put yeah. him with somebody. Else, let them be the mouthpiece. Totally I mean, that's kind of what they're doing with Christian and Luchasaurus, I guess, because dinosaurs don't talk. So. <laughs> and it it sucks because like one of the when mjf first won the title like we were mel and i were talking about like feuds we wanted to see this year and jungle boy was one of the feuds i wanted to see because him and mjf had two really they're both they're two singles matches they're very very good um and i feel like they're two people that are always destined to like as long as they're in the same company these two are gonna keep facing off and MJF is obviously at a, a different level mic wise, even in ring wise, but Jungle Boy, I think in ring is probably not too far behind him. And right. so I would like to see more one on one stuff with How him. Yeah. Well, not doing a four, not doing a, they should have, the four pillars match should not be happening. It should have just been. Is a that going to be between... the main event at Double or Nothing? Is a four way match? It it's has to be for the yeah, title. Yeah, because MJF has the title. Yeah. You, the the like... title is obviously the because i mean obviously we should be at the point where we're having women main event pay-per-views in aw but but but, i mean they're gonna they're going the very long way around to get the match we all knew was coming as as they did the first the first thing and then so it'll be interesting to see how they get around the stuff with sammy because obviously sammy's not going to lay down for him but i don't but mjf is clearly not dropping the title anytime soon i'm getting the pay-per-view event then that should be i'm getting the pay-per-view match that should be on double or nothing because i'm getting uh at in detroit uh next week we're getting uh kenny omega versus uh john moxley in a steel cage in a cage yeah so i mean oh i still have i forgot have you seen the promo yet that set this up i gotta send that no you you should yeah i've got to send you the promo about it this promo is i don't know if you saw it they didn't post it it wasn't on tv it was on twitter leading up to rampage please send that to me too yes i will it's super unhinged it's (laughs) danielson and uh and john moxley are doing all the talking while wheeler and claudio stand there and (laughs) i don't want to give anything away because it's just you have to see it and i was like what is happening like it's it's awesome but it's super unhinged and i was like that's (laughs) all i want out of wrestling yeah 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 the bcc are unhinged and it's funny because danielson and moxley are unhinged in two completely different ways but it works because it's blackpool just yeah <laughs> we have a we have a lot to talk about with blackpool this week but before we go that that direction we were talking about mouthpieces and i want to talk about my favorite mouthpiece moment this week mm-hmm. and that is arn anderson sitting down wardlow and explain to him you've got to be prepared to take men's eyes and bite off their thumbs yeah this is just after rick flair on the joe rogan podcast went off about harley race pulling out people's eyeballs just left and right 
just the man has a jar of eyeballs at his house, which has to be where where the the idea came for Danhausen with the teeth. Yeah, and I'm just like, it all man, makes sense now. You know, my family has a long history of biting people's ears off when they're in a tight spot. So I think this is news that Wardlow. Uh, somebody need to give him at one at some point or the other. That's how you get Wardlow to the next level. Yeah, for you sure. don't put for him real. with you. Like you don't strap him with QT like they did to Hobbs. You put him with Glock Anderson. <laughs> and have, and him, have take, him and have him advocate biting people's fingers off and pulling eyeballs out of sockets ripping and, eyeballs out and that's yeah. the that's the that's how you make the tnt championship <laughs> relevant again you Maybe get a you get a crap thunder and you got a lightning of qt marshall's eyeballs i listen i'm on board for that <laughs> that's exactly right let's go oh <sighs> But I love the pairing of them together because uh, that's what went, we talked. The one thing here. I hate that uh, you disappeared picture wise, but <laughs> I know. Anyway, we should keep you know, breaking. Yeah, let's keep somebody rip your no, nobody needs, rip nobody needs to see me. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have a lot. <laughs> someone that didn't like what James had to say and completely, they were like, oh, yeah, well, I'm coming for your eyeballs. and thumbs nobody can see you now <laughs> man without my eyeballs and thumbs i'm nothing that's really all i got people know me james for you lean too hard into the gimmick you weren't supposed to pull out your own eyeball <laughs> i can't see you <laughs> oh man took it a man. little too literal there okay let's see what 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 else happened this week that you guys want to talk about anything in particular murdered by john moxley Who's getting murdered by John Moxley? Christopher Daniels did. Oh, that's right. I RJ forgot. RJ City got murdered by John Moxley. Poor RJ yep. City. Yeah. 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 Listen, murdered. Murdered I love him. I love Hill Blackpool, but RJ City, that's a little, it's a little bit too far. What are you doing? Somebody said there, that yeah, they want to see. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. real. Somebody said they want to see them like walk up into a scene and then John just like kisses Renee on the cheek and. The rest of them just wave and they're like, we're off to like murder people. And then the next scene is them like taking out somebody else. <laughs> like they're perfectly civil in front of Renee, but then they yeah. go back to being unhinged. <laughs> I absolutely love that idea. The the two sides of John Moxley, the domesticated John Moxley and then the feral John Moxley, as soon as he's out of her line of sight. Yes. Yeah. It'd be funny as hell. <laughs> I feel you like we're totally well on our way that. to that. Yeah, I think we are too. I think Renee knows that too. Yeah. 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 It'll be like, funny though. <laughs> It'll be great. Um, she can start doing things like cooking, like promoting her like cookbooks and stuff too. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Let's do it. So um, let's see. Darby. So during the Darby versus Sammy match, I think the highlight of the match, even though it was a very good match, was MJS Pickles. Any thoughts? Oh my god, I loved it. Any any hot pickle takes? Listen, I love pickles. However, he has apparently. I went and looked at the pickles because I of Sam course, was, of course I was. Sam called the pickles almost immediately. She's like, "This guy's really? gonna sell pickles." She she said it one weekend. She was like, "This guy is gonna do pickles like Jericho did uh, champagne." Yeah, <laughs> I oh, guarantee I it. At the Revolution Scrum. He was eating the pickle, and I guess it's mm-hmm. because he already had like a deal with them or 
I had a deal, a D-I-L-O with them. You had a deal with them. <laughs> I had a deal with them. Um, but yes, yeah, so my hot take is, because I wrote, I was writing an article about it, of course. <laughs> and um, they course. do have mustard, base, like they were pickles in mustard. And I hate, I'm very much like Matt Hardy in this. I hate mustard with a passion. And so I was like, I will not eat those. But he had the better than you dill pickles, which is basically their crunchy dill. And then they had like a a garlic dill pickle. Yes, they're kosher. I was looking at they're gluten free as well. Uh, so that is nice. They're vegan. Um, and then um, I was looking. So the next day, I was like, you know what, maybe I'll, I'll buy a jar and I'll do like a I'll do a taste test for the live stream or something. And so I go on the website because when I was doing that, when I was writing the article, I was like, they retail for $14.95, a lot more than I would normally pay for pickles. But, you know, for this, I'll do it. (laughs) I went and logged in. They were $25 a jar. No. (laughs) Or you can get a bundle for $70. And I was like, nope, I'm out. I'm this. These pickles are are not for the pores. These pickles. This is what we have to do. I didn't know these existed. I don't know how. Um, I'm really upset with myself personally. We need to get a bunch of people to to go in on the bundle, and then we all do a large show That'd be built hilarious. around taste it. testing these pickles. The fight I'll game media channel. Yeah, fight you're... game media reviews MJF's pickles. I would yeah. do it. You're pre- so, and the pickles that. are up for pre-order. So they're not, we don't have to worry about them selling out because they're up for pre-order. And then I think okay. they're shipping like, I think they're shipping later this month or early sometime like, it's in my article. I should know <laughs> Some, sometime later this, this month that they are going to do it or is when they're shipping them out. And so, but I did hear, oh, and also I do have a coupon code because I signed up for the mailing Ooh. list mm. and I got 15% off. My girl. <laughs> so, okay. We, we need to talk. This clearly I, needs to happen on the fight game media, Patreon, patreon.com backslash fight game media, $5 a month, <laughs> much cheaper than buying the pickles yourself. Instead, yes. $5, you get to see all of us enjoy or despise these pickles. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the reaction. That from doesn't this sell would be I don't know what hilarious. Will. I love this group because we have such a fun network full of such fun personalities that it would be so hilarious to see all of us trying a food at the same time. Well, now I think we've got to do monthly. We've got we should be doing monthly taste tests on the Patreon. <laughs> We're gonna have to go through like, and see like what wrestlers do other like well we, we can't get, I mean we could do like uh Stone Cold's beer. I'm sure everyone's tried that. Dan Housen has but... his own coffee. I'm not a coffee drinker, yes. but Dan Housen yeah. has his own coffee. I'm not um, even CM Punk uh, muffins. We should do yeah. that for collision. Those Mindy's muffins. There we go. That'd be yeah. I don't want. Some, I want. I want a damn ice cream sandwich. I want a CM Punk ice cream sandwich. Yeah, those sound. Damn. Those sound a bit I do know that the the place that sells that. I know somebody in Chicago who was like, she's like, oh, I go to that place all the time, so I could get the information from her and be like, sh- ship these out. Right. They won't be CM Punk ones, but they'll be. The ones that he used. That we had made, yeah. Yeah. They were a local vendor. We could each draw our own CM Punk on them, you know? Do our we own could, versions. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Okay, I think this is have, maybe we could have a White Claw episode in honor of Tony. Absolutely. Variety pack. Yes. See, we've already got funny? like six months worth right here. We've got like yeah. a whole food playlist getting started. <laughs> well, and you said Tony, and it actually made me think of Tony Storm. 
Tony Storm was on an episode of Hey W with RJ City, and he was asking her like, "What does like what's her go to snack or something like that?" This woman said <laughs> said uh, I think it was like lobster tail or something. Yes. that's her like yes. her go to. Like I was like, "Listen here, Miss Moneybags, that's <laughs> right. your snack." That's the second time this has come up, but this has come up because I believe or maybe on it was crab Dan legs. Housing, no, I think it was crab legs. It wasn't lobster. That's it was right. Crab legs. That's yeah. right. Yeah, it Still. came up on either the bunnies or Danhausen's vlog. They were eating Oreos together, those two, and people were stopping by trying Oreos, and they were asking them about their favorite. That's Allie's thing. She's like that's really, right, as Allie. My bad. Yeah, she's yeah. like that's her thing. Is the uh, is the the Oreos and well, she taste tests like all the week, new flavors. That's too. That much. week she, she had Danhausen on hers, and he was filming his at the same time. So it was on <laughs> nice. both of them. That's when, fantastic. When Tony stopped by and said, like the crab leg thing, and, and they started like, how much is she getting paid? Yeah, like, that's her go-to snack. Right, Seriously. exactly. I can't. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm in the Midwest, so it'd be even harder. But yeah, all She's right. Making what that okay. that and I are nowhere near where crab legs. <laughs> she, Tony, Tony got that crab leg money. Jeez, man. Man, <laughs> I'm. She's I'm got not a getting paid contract. Enough. Me, either. yeah. Seriously. Plus. Um. Let's see what else went on this week. Oh, Jade versus Taya. Finally, Jade had a credible opponent. What did you think of the match? Not necessarily the ending. What did you think of the match? Do you want to go or do you want me to go? You go. Okay. You I enjoyed, the, I enjoyed the match. Um, this is something yeah. I think this is what exactly what Jade has needed. Has this type of, she needed this type of opponent. Um, Taya is somebody who literally can look her in her eyes. She can go literally stand toe-to-toe with her. Um, yeah. She has she's I, I she i just i think this was this is what jade's been needing she's needed somebody like this um so i thought the match was great i thought jade handled her i thought she did really well against somebody mm-hmm. with taya's experience um and then the ending i was not a fan of but that was really yeah. the ending i thought i didn't think that taya was gonna win here but i thought what was gonna happen taya has been defiantly using the road to valhalla so i thought she mm-hmm. was just going to use it get herself disqualified setting up for a rematch at double or nothing is where i thought they were going with this that's better booking you're the kevin ely of this episode <laughs> that's that's better booking that would have been really fantastic. good at booking she's that's what she Appreciate does that. yeah. that's a nice we, compliment too it we is need nice to get a, he's good booking. we need to get a dual podcast together where, uh, where mel you and i host Sam and Kevin booking for the next year. Oh man, that would be fun. That, that would, would be, be a lot fun because you guys are both really good at it. Thank yeah. you. Like you Appreciate guys have that. lots of smart ideas that are like it's fun because I'm always like, "Ooh, Sam said that." Yeah, absolutely. Like <laughs> Kevin does it too. Same he's, with he's Kevin. Got, yeah. Yep. All right, like, we oh, need to figure Kevin's out what it. we need them to book. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Let's see. Um, you guys, some jobs. <laughs> Wait, what was that? Yeah, get you guys get them jobs, some jobs. Exactly. Get them in there to. too. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, we're already Army on to help the, the women's division, please. We're already on Tony Khan's. We're uh, Tony Khan's in the bag for Tony Khan adjacent because of Gigi. So right. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Okay. So 
there's few things that I think hardcore AEW fans have been looking forward to for longer than than the Bullet Club making their appearance, their debut. And now they've made their debut, and it's just kind of there. What What are your thoughts so far on Jay White and Juice Robinson? That's that's fair. Go. I think that's a good. You said all you need to say on that one. No, I no, I didn't know Phil was gonna go. No, well, I, no, I mean I'm thinking I'm about thinking, it. It's like I, I want it to be better than it is. Yeah, I think it. I, I think, I and I want, start and that part people. of that is just because of like where I know that Juice has been and where he hasn't been yeah. as much of late, and I like there's a, you know, U.S. champion like crazy outfit. You know, yeah. I, all that. Well, I want that him cut the promos that I know he can cut. Like when yeah, he was exactly. U.S. champion. Well, even before he was champion, because even like Kevin Owens has said that that Juice is one of the best promos in the business, and he's ho- highly underrated, which I 100 percent agree with. And so yeah. I thought, like originally, we were. I was like, that's what I want. I was like, I want Ricky Starks and Juice Robinson. Like when I saw we were getting this feud, I was like, I can't wait for the live promos. Yeah, like these are going to be really great, and we have we're getting the match finally on wednesday but mm-hmm. it's not been the build that i wanted and so I, the I promos feel like, haven't been up to his usual level yeah i agree i agree and then and yeah because the one he did he like forgot what city they were in but it was in a very yeah. juice robinson way which made it funnier because <laughs> yeah right yeah. it was just a very juice robinson thing and he just kind of played it off because he got the city wrong <laughs> right so i wonder if um, he's trying to get his legs under him in a new situation is yeah they need to they need to Maybe. they feel like they've got him on a leash and they need to let him go a little bit especially if you got jay in there because jay is very good at cutting promos jay's jay is really good when they let him yeah when they let him cook <laughs> he's good and so is juice yeah. and so i feel like because we're kind of all it's kind of everything is like an, a, a waiting period like because we're getting close to double or nothing and then there's like mm-hmm. then the summer like once double or nothing happens like there's just so many big things that are happening between now and uh the end of basically the end of the summer and so i feel yeah. like they're just kind of in a holding pattern and it feels like they're just like they're not completely stepping on the gas with them yet and you it's interesting and this is nothing against Sean Spears because I think he's he's really good and uh, he's a good wrestler and I just but Sean Spears is not saying he's a good hand he is a good hand and I don't mean that and I don't mean that in a disparaging way (laughs) at all um because Sean Spears is a good hand and he's very good at what he does and I'd if I had to choose I'd rather see I'd rather watch him wrestler Lin QT wrestle I'd rather have Sean Spears on my (laughs) (laughs) so like but just Sean Spears is not when you think Jay White's an AEW, like you don't think that he's going to be with Sean Spears is, no. you know, one of his first opponents. And you, so it's just, it, it know, I do, I don't know if it's on purpose or if this just happens to be, but we mentioned it briefly yesterday uh, or Sunday. Uh, the Bullet Club's 10 year anniversary is on Wednesday. So Wednesday. I don't know if that's why they're giving Juice that match or right. if they even are paying any attention. <laughs> I really so in my mind we we have Bullet Club Gold now in AEW, and it's a faction that needs to be built out. You know, yeah. Bullet Club Agreed. is usually generally a large faction, right? Would you be more interested in seeing a continued feud between Bullet Club and Ricky Starks, or would you prefer to see Ricky Starks join Bullet Club? I think I feel Ricky like Starks either Ricky or Sean is going to make that jump. 
I think I could Ricky, see Ricky joining Bullet Club in too. a Juice Robinson, uh, Jay like White, a, kind of, yeah, like a younger, driven, yeah. I they all see have that. that like thing that they all, do. They all have different, like, just the their just their ring, their charisma is different mm-hmm. and they but they each have charisma in their own way and i think if yeah. they could tap into it collectively like they could be that could be something really special and i think yeah. i didn't think about that before until you said that but i would like to see ricky starks and then once they do i want them to just take the reins off and just let them go and do what mm-hmm. we know all three of them can do Absolutely. what is the bullet club like what is the U.S. Bullet Club like, though? Because, like, traditionally, Bullet Club, the whole idea behind Bullet Club is that it's a gaijin faction. It's a faction of foreign heels. Like, it's so, like, here in America, what is the Bullet Club That's like? a good point. I didn't even think about that. I mean, but I think, what is true. I mean, that I was their entire inception. Of, I, was but like, now yeah. I think it's more of they're some of the, like, the Bullet Club that's, actually in america like not the wwe version of like those type of wrestlers but then you look at well then look at who is in the united states who are members because then you've got abc over an impact which is chris bay and ace austin so you've got Mm -hmm. these young guys they're all young guns they're all very good at what they do they're like just in the they're not even in the prime of their careers yet like i don't even think that you could say as much as jay has done in new japan i don't he's not in his prime yet and so i think all of these guys are kind of like on the edge of their prime and so it feels like the american version of bullet club is just a collection of really great wrestlers and so they don't but yeah. they all i guess kind of have like with jay attitude. i guess is the one who has yeah i was gonna say jay is the one chips with on their shoulders right something to prove yeah. like they're the next they are the pillars they are the next level of bullet club they are going to take bullet club into the next era i guess i would love to see a bullet club with ricky starks completely take apart like the jericho appreciation society just rip them to shreds i am take their hats just all of it oh (laughs) man yes i love that speaking of things i think we're speaking of things i think we can all get excited about so um let me see how to put this Basically, private parties missing. Like the Hardys and Hook are looking for a member of private party. They've gone missing. They've clearly been taken by Stokely Hathaway in his group, and they're and they're like to get. They're basically like, listen, we're t- we're done talking. If you want this to be resolved, we need a match this next Friday on Rampage on your home turf. At the Hardy compound, which seems to be the dumbest move ever made. But my favorite moment of this week, and if I was doing my actual heat index, it would have been number one. Stokely Hathaway said, I'm going to come into your house. I'm going to turn on all the lights, and I'm running up your electric bill. And I <laughs> that love that threat. Well, and then I love that they threat said so much. The part where he said they where they took Isaiah, he was in Applebee's. That's right. Drinking a long That's Island right. Ice got it from Applebee's. Applebee's with Mary J. Uh, Blige Bunchman. playing. And Mary J. Blige was playing in the background. Like that was so great. I loved it. Details. So, so now good. you're getting you're getting the kidnappings everywhere now. Yeah, I love it. it's not even Applebee's is safe anymore. 
And if Applebee's isn't safe, then nowhere is safe. And I think we all know that. (laughs) By the way, an ex-girlfriend of mine used to work at Applebee's and quit when they told her she was going to have to refer to her coworkers as Apple buddies. What? And she just dropped. Yeah, she dropped her. her apron thing and walked away right then and there. She like, office nope. based the crap out of that. She was like, "Hell no!" It's wow. exactly right. I don't like that job, and I'm not going to go anymore. <laughs> no, but so I am super excited to see what magical properties Hook is going to acquire while he's Ooh. on hardy grounds. Oh man, I can't imagine Hook's going to be on another level. Like. Ooh. Oh my God! I'm they so excited. They dip him in the lake of reincarnation. Oh my! He's God. gonna be unstoppable. <laughs> yeah. Oh my this God! They need to dip uh, Jeff. Spectacular. They, they need to dip both Jeff and Matt's kneecaps yes. in the uh, yeah. lake of reincarnation. They, really do. they do. That's they what do. really needs to happen. I yeah. agree with that. Yeah. Oh man! No, I'm, man. I'm, I can't. I can't wait. I am so, so excited. Like I. It's been, I can't believe it's been this long, and I can't believe that they chose this group to be the ones to get the cinematic match at the Hardy compound. But it feels it blows my like mind. It, it does blow my mind, but it feels like this is the people I, I think they need to be the ones. Like, I love Ethan right now, and I love Yeah, Stokely Ethan's been so great. Much. And then I love and Ethan. Ethan before he left Impact, he was doing what was that other character he was doing? Um, the one who was like the uh, karate, was it Karate Man? Is that what his name was? An impact? It was his like. <laughs> please, please tell me that's true. Yes, it was. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Karate true. Man. I will set. Oh I will God, find I it. No and I was idea. yes, because his final match in Impact was himself versus his alter ego. That was his final Impact <laughs> match. So <laughs> I will have to. That find makes it for as you. much sense. Oh my God, that's amazing! Yeah, they kind of that makes as much yeah, sense as me Ethan saying not, they need to cut Ethan Nick Wayne in half and have him wrestle himself. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, Ethan was not happy about having to do this match because the he that character was something like I guess kind of special to him, and he didn't want to bring it to TV because I think it was started out on his YouTube show or something like that. And then I guess they kind of made him bring it to TV, and he wasn't thrilled with it. And then he wasn't like the match I thought was great. Like I loved it, but apparently he hated it. But <laughs> the first thing that came up was Ethan Page slams Karate Man match at Hard to Kill. Yeah, I'm looking yeah, at him. It. I I enjoyed it very much because <laughs> it's kind of in the same vein of the Hardy Compound type of stuff. Like it was just, I loved it. I I hate that's that just he, gonna I, be the whole rampage, right? That's what we all decided. So please dedicate the entire hour to the Hardy Compound. I lie. Please. And I have not been. I know you cover it, so you watch it live. But like, I have not been watching it live. I've often. Been it's early it again this week. Day. It's early this week again because of uh, hockey. Okay. It's, the last I heard, it was still scheduled for five thirty. But then last mm. week it was five thirty, and they moved it to six thirty, like the day, the day before. Because so as of right now, crap. it's five thirty on Friday, mm-hmm. and I hope it is. I hope it's the highest rated rampage of the year. <laughs> I hope they get the whole hour. I hope Vanguard one has been in the lake of reincarnation and I love it's gonna be life. I I love they're just like two. (laughs) 
I love we're going to get the Lake of Reincarnation at 2.30 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. There you go. <laughs> perfect. Just And actually, you know what? That makes that. all the sense in the world, though. It's, yeah. That should be a daytime. Like, Yeah. And what, God, what time is it going to be? It's in between uh, all my children and one life to live. <laughs> what, what time is it going to be for Mike Gilbert? <laughs> it's going to be like... Oh my time. god! I don't know. It's uh, like, gonna... It'll be like three o'clock in the morning or like eight thirty a.m. Yeah, yeah. Right. Saturday morning cartoons. Just turn on <laughs> the Hardy compound. Yeah, go. and I'm hoping because I was like, well, Senor Benjamin's got to be there because he still lives with them. So I was like, he he's to got to be on there. Can't wait. They got to have. I can't remember one of his, the animals that he was it. He had because you know there was the kangaroo that they had on their property they wasn't got like one a of them but one doesn't of them one of them have the soul of muhammad ali yes it was <laughs> i'm pretty sure it was muhammad ali i think it was the kangaroo but i believe the kangaroo yeah. has passed away I oh believe. no yeah i believe one of which I, muhammad I can't ali has a resilient soul though so it could be this anywhere. is true this is true this we'll is see. true we'll find out friday at 2 30 yeah i am so so <laughs> okay. excited for this i'm gonna like i think the i have to look at matt hardy's youtube i feel like all of the the hardy compound matches they did an impact i think they're all on his youtube page and i was like i'm gonna have to like go rewatch them and like hype myself up <laughs> yeah, that's all right. yeah i mean i'm already like i'm already like hype about this match like anytime yeah. somebody's like hardy compound i'm like where let's go <laughs> yeah so same yeah, i was like i think we're going to rewatch it and just like get ready I, for it because i think the i think the last time i saw anything at the hardy compound they abandoned ricky morton on a cherry picker out by the lake and god they knows did. how long ricky had to survive in that, on, Poor on top ricky. Of that cherry picker my god yeah at least we know they got him down because he's had a few matches yes okay let's was- look ahead Let's look ahead to what's coming up this week um, on, on Dynamite. We've got Soraya versus Willow. How do you think that's going to go? I hope it goes Willow's way, but not a lot has been going Willow's way. Yeah, so. I was going to say they had they no. finally had Britt pick I, up the win in Britsburg because you have to. And then they obviously they did the beatdown stuff later yeah. in Britsburg in front of her family and Adam Cole's family. Right. So you feel like Willow's got to... <laughs> But Willow also Willow needs to get this win because where was she when Britt was getting beat up? We know where why Jamie wasn't there, but I was like, they should have shown like Sky Blue and Willow like locked in a closet or a bathroom or something, and that's yeah. why they couldn't come help her. I was like, where were they? So Willow where's, needs to. She where's needs Rebel to, these days? Yeah, I don't know where she's at either. So I was like, they Willow she needs to get like the win because she needs to she needs to make it up to Britt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not I really. To save her. I, they really need to do a thing with her, with like Willow, Sky, and Rebel, just all getting their nails done at the same time, just oblivious fun. to what's going on. I I think it's a great. I love that. In I feel like I might be off on the timing, but in less than a year, Willow went from a complete unknown on uh, Dark to now facing Soraya on uh tbs and that's pretty exciting i'm really glad to see that yeah me too. i love her we've agreed we've got we've got the eight-man tag that everybody's so excited about orange cassidy adam cole roderick strong and bandito versus cool hand Ange, daddy magic daniel garcia and jake hager's hat roddy they pulled you away for nxt for this <laughs> <laughs> like his team is great but these are this your opponents fun 
Listen, I love two point fine. I do. I'm I love two point I want two point two point away from JAS. I just want them doing yes. their own thing. Yeah, I love those right. guys. But I really yeah. like it'll be enough. fun. It feels like JAS is starting to come apart a little bit with Sammy doing his own thing. These guys and Barry and Jericho and telling people yeah why he was really yeah. in jas i was like oh boy he's about to he's about to peace out yeah i mean that's it might be time it's been time. i think it, i think it, i feel like it is time um we've got ricky starks versus juice robinson yeah i don't think there's a lot to say there hopefully it's really good i hope it's good then I we've got the, the it the could Trish be really good the mayo yeah go ahead it no, it's just saying it could, could be, be really, a really, really good, good match. It, it like has a chance of being a good match. I since hope they've made they us wait this long to get it because they've been teasing yeah. this match for weeks, then I want them to get yeah. time. I want them to be able to show out. I would like I might I would like a promo. I don't think we're getting a live promo, but I personally would like it. Maybe start to show off with it, like do that high octane thing that they do sometimes. That would with be their fun. Shows. Just yeah. do it like really good, like good pacing. Good Yeah. Trigger. I yeah, that's I, that's where I would put it why not <laughs> hopefully it gets more than five minutes oh please yeah please. next we've Worst got the trace cereal. de mayo trios battle royale <laughs> we've got butcher the blade and what's his name he's married to penelope kip sabian yeah kip sabian who I, i'm really liking right now i do too um, i really like Kip. I really he's actually kind, he's kind of growing on me because I really did not like him for a long see, and, yeah that was time. one of the things either. like I've always enjoyed he's kind of a bothered me a little bit he's just, all, which yeah, I know that's what his job is but yeah, it's yeah. like it's go away heat for me it's like going hour but you've come around is what you're saying I'm starting to come around a little bit with him and Penelope doing the stuff they're doing I like yeah. this I like so that they're them. using her it's nice to see her I like seeing her back She's someone that I turned yeah. on to. Like, I didn't start out a Penelope fan, but she has proven that she can go. So, yeah, no, no she's she's clearly put a lot into her wrestling. She's mm-hmm. gotten much better. So it's three. those three versus Lucha Brothers and Vikingo versus I believe the Varsity Athletes <laughs> versus QTV <laughs> versus Acclaimed oh. and Daddy Ass versus Dark Order. Who have you got? Who do you have emerging? from this match who i hate have emerging or who i want to win this match <laughs> yeah right heart or let's get, uh, let's get both reality. let's get both i want lucha i mean uh, lucha brothers and vikingo because good lord what yeah a ta- what a trio of talent that's a that is. yeah trio. that'd be a lot of fun like if you if they decided to go in and make them a trios team god that would be incredible uh that's who i would like to win yeah who i see winning by the way is Pac still is his is he still recovering from a broken nose? I think so. I think so. I'm hope I'm wondering okay. if they're gonna he's gotta come back before Wembley that like they can't wait all the way till Wembley, right? To. They gotta bring he him back to. before. He's I'm sure they will as soon as he, but, and mean, they've got the titles on the Lucha Brothers and ROH. So does Pac go over there? That's a great question. Or maybe so they're what just, you're saying is you you think QTV's winning this. Yes. Probably. that's who i think really? is winning it or oh if it's not them it's the acclaimed and and daddy ass yeah i mean that makes sense in terms of like see, the i don't see the acclaimed winning, winning the, much uh, right now winning. well they've been when they do win they're when they're beating like 
yeah. enhancement talent like they did Friday night on Rampage. There's like another yeah, because they were couple talking of guys that kind of cooled off. Yeah, yeah. on no commentary reason. they were like they're like oh they're they're doing great picking up all these wins. I'm like it's like they're trying to. They're yeah. little. You're. They're not. They're. You're not doing. You took the titles off of them to put on the ass boys. <laughs> because so you that you can give them back. Can't have, oh my god. Well, you can't have FTR could not beat. You couldn't have them beat the acclaimed. So they and had have to beat a feud. Them. Yeah. No. God forbid. Have... <laughs> what? Yeah. I'm sure a few of those matches would it's... be terrible. Wardlow was so freaking hot. I know, dude. And they cooled him off completely. Then mm-hmm. Will Hobbs gets hot, and they throw him in with QT. Yep. And then Kill any momentum <laughs> taking the belts off the acclaimed and putting them, like you said, they're only beating jobbers. Mm-hmm. It's shocking how hard it's like they're trying to cool off their hottest talent. It's like they couldn't do anything more to cool them off. Right. And Agreed. I. It has to, I don't know, I talk about it a lot. I feel like Tony Khan has his script laid out for a year and he sticks to it no matter what. And he mm-hmm. makes no adjustments. And he, he, I think the only them. time he's really made an adjustment is when they didn't call the audible with the acclaimed. And so they did the rematch the two weeks match. later. That's been yeah. like one of the only Maybe. times they've ever really switched because like and we've even talked about it before because like they their what was it their first year they knew who their first four like world champions were gonna be yeah. mm-hmm. and so they stuck yeah. with it and so i was like i know they probably have their next four i still won't be surprised if mjf just holds the title for an entire year so that when it's time for the great bidding war of 2024 he's still the champion so they can't yeah make a bid for him <laughs> yeah that's where i it's think not that's a bad going idea. yeah all right, so let's see. Next up, MJF and Sammy versus Darby and Jungleman. We know exactly what's going to happen. We don't know yep. how it's going to happen, but we know who's winning this. Yep. And then on Rampage, the Hardys and Hook versus the Flurm. The Firm. The, the Firm. The firm. And, <laughs> and then May 10th, Kenny, and, Kenny versus Mox in the Steel Cage. That took me by surprise, and I was, I'm super excited. Are you going to be there, Mel? Yes, I am. Oh my god. That's my so second. We're gonna have a, yeah. We're gonna have a live correspondent <laughs> in the yes, building. I have to remember that uh usually the uh thread is on a little bit of a delay from the actual show. So Oh really? So you last time <laughs> when you we talk in the Discord sometimes we all started to figure out when we do the threads for the shows that uh yeah. the people that are in the building are seeing things slightly ahead. It's about a forty five second delay, I think people were saying. Like, oh so don't come in here so. and spoil the end of the match, basically, is what uh <laughs> the people in the building don't, don't spoil tell the match. us if on my phone um, I have one. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh oh! Did we lose James? Are you still there? We kick him off his entire. We, we killed. We his completely own show. took over the we, boom, and see? we we got <laughs> we got rid of both hosts. Apparently. <laughs> am I am I still here? Can you hear now me? We're here <laughs> now we're here now. Now you're back. <laughs> that was funny. Okay. No, everything was super digitized, and I just like stopped, and I was like, "This will all catch up in a second. Um. No, I have one folder on my phone, and it has every social media platform in it, and it has Discord, and I have, um, I have to follow 
four accounts total on every social media platform and i'm in so many discords that like i never I even look to. at discord anymore i've had to just abandon it because of my job and every now and then i look at in and i'm like oh i've missed like eight thousand i've missed <laughs> eight thousand messages on here i will never ever catch up okay let's finish off the night here with should have been on dynamite you had one earlier, Sam, with your with your ROH main event. Mel, do you have anything you saw this week that should have been on Dynamite? Yeah, I think they should have made the Kenny and uh, uh, geez, now I just could. I think they should have made the steel cage announcement on Dynamite. I think that that would have. I'm sure they, they, did, they did the the promo was the the promo that I had to send both of you. Mm. They showed on Twitter before Rampage because it happened. I guess they recorded okay. it. It happened after Dynamite went off the air. They got mm-hmm. him backstage and All then right. posted it on Twitter. And then I guess that was kind of a tease to get people to tune into Rampage, I guess. But if you didn't see the tweet, the, <laughs> the unhinged I think, tweet. <laughs> I think like 200,000 people watched Rampage this week. I legit. Did. Like I think it was the <laughs> lowest ever. Um, so yeah, no one knows that's happening. Um, I really liked and I, I'm not 100% sure, but I think it was the intro to being the elite this week. The Hardys, not the Hardys. Oh, my God. <laughs> Matt and Nick Jackson are talking to, to Keshta, uh-huh. and one of them mm-hmm. is talking so fast, explained to Keshta the history of their Nick. kind of thing with Adam Page. Yeah, Nick yeah. is having this conversation, and Takeshita's looking a little checked out, says he doesn't can't speak English that well. Matt takes over and then to, and, and he's like, it's the best story in the history of pro wrestling. And Takesh just like, it's not bad, but it's not, it's no bloodline. And <laughs> that popped me. I laughed so hard. Yes. Oh, I was awesome. not expecting it at all. I need to get I, back into BT. BT I've been checked been out of great. BT so long that now I'm like, okay, Welcome I need back. to check back in. There's so many good, good ones. And they're so doing fun. what they're doing before where they're, the little storylines are playing out on BT and then they're supplemented like they're coming to TV because they've been doing the stuff with Hangman Page where the Dark Order, like they're kind of they're not really fighting over him, but Adam Adam is like not returning Dark Order's messages. Um, they're leaving. Like last week, they left. He left. Um, Alex, no, was it Alex or Evil Uno? One of them he left on red, and then Matt straight up lied, <laughs> lied to them, and we're like, they're like, oh no, we haven't heard from them either. And then it, it, they say at the end, he's like, well, why did you lie to them? We're literally in a group text called the Hungbuck Sixty Nine. <laughs> <laughs> Because the Hung Bucks, that's their ROH tag team when the Young Bucks and, yeah. and Hangman tagged were the Hung Bucks. So, oh my God. A, that's like so a couple great. episodes before that, like the they tried to get Kenny and it was a group chat with all four of them. And Kenny saw Hangman respond and he immediately left the conversation. Oh no. So now it's oh just Hung God. Bucks 69. And that's the Young Bucks bio. No, I think they changed it, but the Young, Buck, the Young Bucks bio last week was Hung Bucks 69. <laughs> that's too <laughs> awesome. Bio. And they've for for years now they they have had the most uh, the most must must watch bio. Yeah, on right. Twitter. Yes, yes. My my only other thing for should have been on Dynamite this week should be on Dynamite every week, and that is the youngest, the tannest, the most vascular men in professional wrestling, the Outrunners, should always be on Dynamite. Yeah, of course. Uh, they have. Well, maybe when they go to Canada. 
they're gonna get like a six week run on dynamite there you go oh my god that would be amazing <laughs> that would be amazing put them in the tournament let them be in the there owen you cup go. they have oh man we need an owen tag cup i would like to see that yeah um, that would be fun <laughs> put them in there well, as individual competitors <laughs> oh my god and the final should be them against each other that's what i was 100%. just about to say and that's your final them they'll, they'll face each other and that okay. i think is the best way to Amazing. end this episode of the boom <laughs> thank you sam from sam from mel from me from everybody here at fight game media have a great week everybody and we hope to see you back here again next tuesday and also go listen to power bombshells right now on youtube and sundays at 1 p.m central time eastern eastern, time. eastern. 1 p.m. Eastern, Eastern, live on the Fight Game Media YouTube. Have a great week, everybody. Bye.